0: Hello everybody and a good Shabbos, this is Parat Shad Lach Lecha. Just a couple of brief thoughts on the Pasha. First of all, obviously, this is the beginning of the Jewish people, the beginning of the great march towards Israel, the emphasis of the land, the great promises of being in Israel and being a great nation and being an important nation, all the big promises that God ever made to us. We're in this week's Pasha, as Abraham becomes a prototypical Jew, having earned his place with his great Midav chesed, that he now strides onto the stage and becomes uh, the first Jew. And so obviously, there massive importance to everything. We start off with God creating the world with 10 sayings, after which we arrive at the Garden of Eden, where <coughs> catastrophic sin develops, after which uh, we go down 10 generations to Noah, who after all starts off as a great pious tzaddik and ends up being Ish Adama, the lowly, earthly man after which we have, and that, by the way, took 10, ten generations to get from Adam to Noach. We then take 10 generations to get from Noach to Avraham, and Avraham passes 10 tests to arrive at the place where the Avraham that becomes Avinu really is. And so we see this 10 coming up multiple times, each time ascending and then descending. And as we look back at the origin of where we are in the Torah today, we see that Both Adam in the Garden of Eden and Noah were given very precise directions by God as to what to do. Avraham, on the other hand, was not. He was given a general purpose of what his goal, what his destiny would be, but the specifics were never given to him. Clearly, this is the parsha of Zionism, and uh, Avraham Avinu and his wife Sarah and their nephew Lot were the first Zionists who actually made Aliyah. So this week, the Shabbat is the commemoration of Zionism. And whatever Abraham and Sarah started all those thousands of years ago continues to this day. The other thing we're seeing here for the first time is we know that God only appears to the Avot while they are in Israel. Before Abraham got to Israel, God never appeared to him. And so each of the Avot, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, only were, had God appear to them while they were in the land. So we see already the special nature of of the land of Israel already manifest in this Persia, As we look at the first sentence again, we see that God says to, to Avraham, Lech <inaudible> lecha from your land, from your place of birth, avicha, from your house, the house of your father. And of course those are the wrong order, because when you do leave, you don't leave first your land, then your country, then your town, and then your house. You actually leave the other way, you walk out of your house first. So why is the order seemingly inverted? And the answer is because when strategic decisions are made, the order in which they are made is precisely in that order. First, you decide to leave your country. And those of us who've left the country of birth know that the sequence is number one, you decide to leave the country. And then you realize the consequence is you will also leave your town and the home of your parents and your own home and so on. And so spiritually, you make the decision from big to small. From macro to micro, but in fact the practical implication is to go the other way. Looking at the whole Tanakh, we see that the story of the Jewish people starts with an instruction for Abraham to leave his home and go to Israel, and the very last sentence of the whole Tanakh in Divrei Hayamim is the same order from Cyrus to move for the Jews to move to Israel. And so we have this giant bracket around all the important sections of the entire Tanakh, the brackets are, move to Israel. That's where Jews are destined to be. What a magnificent Zionist instruction to all of us. Unfortunately, no sooner do Avraham, Sarah, and Lot arrive in Israel that than they find that there is a famine and they leave to go down to Egypt. You also see over here the uh, the grand theme of exile and redemption, which has characterized our people until this very day. We see that Abraham arrives in Israel with his family. There's a famine. He goes down to Egypt almost immediately, and then he's redeemed and comes back. There are those who believe this is a great failure of Abraham and Sarah, particularly for the lack of faith that Hashem would provide food, and that is a severe criticism by Ramban. But it is also obviously a great test of Abraham's faith that he never lost faith in Hashem, even though when he arrived at the destination, there was no food. Never lost faith, continued to be a man of faith, went down to Egypt, and then came back heavily laden with, with merchandise. Uh, Interestingly, God's promise of coming back with wealth is fulfilled as every exile and redemption has been characterized by returning with wealth. It's worth noting that when they came back, Abraham and Lot could no longer live together with the wealth. When they were both schleppers, they managed to live just fine. But unfortunately, and we've all seen this with many families, too much wealth can actually be very bad, and I've personally seen that with many clients over the years. And so they have to go and divide everything up because they they can't get along and they have to live live separately. So we see the dangers of too much wealth. On the other hand, we do see how to divide things up and how to resolve disputes in a very elegant and fair and appropriate way. And Avraham takes the high road, says you choose one side and I'll choose the other and vice versa. So we see that when there is a difficulty, there's also a beautiful way to resolve it, which is uh, quite quite nice. So Lot basically takes Avraham's challenge and decides to go to the, uh, to the eastern bank of the Jordan River, to the Jordan, which is very fertile and which is like abutting Saddam. And as my late mother used to say, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Knowing that Lot decides to choose the fertile lands around the Jordan River, even though they are but the evil and abominable uh, land of Sodom, shows you what his priorities are, where materialism and capitalism trumped the desire to be in a sacred space. Avraham gives himself the first bris, the first circumcision, and... Where we learn that the creation of a perfect specimen is a partnership of God and the Jewish people. God makes an almost perfect child, male child, and the people themselves of the community perfect. Actually, the father does, but the, uh, the mole, as it is representative, but on behalf of the community, perfects the creation by completing the act and creating what Jews consider to be a perfect human being. God promises to make uh, the children of Israel and the children of Abraham as the as the stars in the sand. And the question of course is what is the significance of those? And there are two significant ideas that I wanted to share. One is stars symbolize the fact that even in the midst of darkness light can be seen. Secondly, every star is a world, a whole world unto itself, a whole constellation. And we believe every Jew is a world unto himself. And in those days, the uh, star system was used for navigation. And so Jews provide spiritual direction and inspiration to the world in the same way. Sand or dust is very interesting. If you think about it, everything above the earth originated from under the earth. Human beings, animals, every material we use for construction, every tree, every growth, every brick, every piece of fruit, every animal, everything comes from under the earth. And so when we say Jews will be like the dust or the earth, what we're really saying is filled with potential to be almost anything and critical to the growth of the the earth. I think we need to think about sand differently than we used to. It's not dust that's worthless. It's actually the source of everything on the earth. And finally, we get the name change of Avram, to Avraham and Sarai to Sarah. So Avram gets the hay from Hashem's name. Sarai gets the hay from Hashem's name. But the yud of Sarai does not get wasted, it goes to Hoshea, who becomes Yehoshua. And so we uh, end uh, a look at this Pasha together. Certainly a critical parasha because everything that we are and do originated this week and God willing it should continue uh, a day olam until the end of time be well god bless and shabbat shalom